do a shit ton of stuff too. It's cool. You find Santa Claus, and Santa Claus has a secret workshop where he has enslaved people to be his elves to make illegal drugs. Mm -hmm. It's great. (laughs) Welcome on back to another episode of the best podcast out there. Your favorite podcast that talks about various video game genres that are way too broad for their own good. Oh, absolutely. Way... Where this is why you're wrong. Way too broad. Way too broad. My name's John. I'm Steven. I'm Alex. Today, we're talking about indie games. So, for those who don't know, indie literally just means not a AAA publisher. Independent. Or developer. It's an independent publisher. I have a few caveats on mine. For... Like, I didn't have Riot. Riot didn't put League of Legends on my list. Because even though it's an independent developer, they make way too much money. Sure. And it's not not the amount of money that is uh, used in developing the game. It is where the money comes from. Mm -hmm. So it's like politics. Grassroots, it doesn't matter how much money you funded... You're still a grassroots because you got it from the individual people. Yeah. You didn't get it from big constituency. That was close enough. Constitu- yeah, whatever. I'm not going to repeat myself and correct myself. Fuck that. Exactly. We're American. Uh, yeah. What we say first is how we mean. Yes. Indeed. Correct. 100%. So. Indie games can be can look stunning they can Mm -hmm. be really well done and that's the point that's what we're talking about is we're talking about good indie games but the creme de la creme category category is so broad because it's it's not it's not it's not like a genre of video game it is a classifier of video game so you can have action you can have adventure shooter romance you can have fucking every kind of video game genre in indie yeah the, the genres don't matter it's the is literally just the classification. Mm-hmm. And you'll find some indie games on consoles, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendos, whatever. But a lot of times you find just it all throughout Steam. Steam is like a great place to find a bunch of good indie games. It's you also, can find a bunch of bad indie games. You can find a bunch too. of trash. A lot of trash. On Steam. That's the problem. That's the problem with some indie games. Is it's so fucking broad, and people are able to just create whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. That you can get something that's just shitty, and it's disappointing. Lots of porn but. games on the old Steam. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Hey, speak for yourself, Alex. It's fortunately for a lot of people. Exactly. Hey, I mean, you're right. You see, that's my issue. Like, I don't like. Some of those games look interesting, but I just don't want people to walk in on me playing. Those yeah, games. nah, fuck that. <laughs> also, I don't want to. That's I don't want to buy those games for myself. That's like I also just don't want it appearing on like my search history. Mm-hmm. I'll buy I'll buy it for both of you, so it doesn't have to be on your search history, and you don't have to buy it for yourself. That's nice. a win win. Yeah, there I'm you go. Sending you my wish list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just gotta tell me via Discord. It's not recorded, so like you know, nobody will know. You're right. That works. You're right. Okay, but we've done enough talking about games. I don't actually talk about games. You can go first, then. Okay, I expect it to be a little higher on your list. 
Uh, it's the Binding of Isaac. It is indeed a little Definitely. bit higher on my list. That game's fantastic. Binding, Binding of Isaac's a fantastic game. Every so every single game on my list is at least an eight out of ten. Yeah, they all are fucking amazing. No bad so, games. Yeah, the Binding of Isaac is like one of the premier, one of the first roguelike dungeon crawler games. I think. I don't want to say it's the first, but it's definitely... It's, like, really close. Real close. If not, it's the one that made it popular. Yeah, yeah right? It, it definitely is the pioneer of roguelike. So, right now, roguelike is fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, you go, in, you go and do the thing, and it changes, and it's different from the time you did it before. And roguelike is a huge category in itself. It's another classifier, like it's, indie. I almost want to say it's the reason BRs exist. Battle Royales even exist. Like, that shit, you go in, it's brand new, but the maps stay the same. Like, that's... That is just a roguelike. roguelike. Yeah. So, it all starts from Binding of Isaac. So, why is it so low? Because, you know, it's like the first. It is really good, but a lot of these other ones that came later do the same thing better. Yeah. Um, I also just haven't put as much time into Binding of Isaac as other people have. There's also the second one. What's it called? Uh, uh, Rebirth? Afterbirth and Rebirth. And they each have their own DLCs. Yeah. Great games. Good developer. It is uh, Edmund McMillan, which is just a, just a dude. It's just a dude. He has a bunch uh, of... He, he has, like, coders and shit, but it's just a dude. He also did Super Meat Boy. Mm-hmm. And he did The End is Nigh, which both of those are horrifically challenging platformers. Fuck if it, you're into Super that kind Me of Boy. thing. Super Meat Boy will fucking shit down your throat. That game is hard as fuck. I played so that is game. The End is Nigh. Have you ever played that one? Mm-hmm. I beat Super Meat Boy on the Xbox, though. Ugh. It was awful. I'm like two-thirds of the way through The End is Nigh. So you get to like the end, and then you die, and you collected tumors along the way, mm-hmm. and... That's the number of lives you have to complete the rest of the game. And if Jesus. you lose, if you, if you die that number of times, then you have to restart from that two-thirds point. Fuck that. I'm good. I fucking hate platformers, too. Yeah, they fucking suck. They suck. But this dude does a lot with, like, uh, what would you even call that? It's like Viscera. It is like Viscera. Because Binding of Isaac, Isaac just gets fucking, he falls down to, like, hell. It's your mom's basement. It, but it's your mom's basement because your mom's a fucking horrible person who she's like to a, kill you in the name of God, like a super evangelist. Yeah, your dad's cool though. It's also fun very game. biblical. It's fun, very very biblical. It's a good ass game. Very different from my number, my number ten though, which is Minecraft, the OG indie developer turned fucking enormous. So, I didn't have Minecraft on my list because it's technically not an indie game anymore. Not anymore. It was but it's owned by Microsoft. That's the problem with fucking the digital age is that IPs can just get bought. And what was once an indie developer is no longer. Also, Notch is a fucking piece of shit, apparently. So, there's that. Who's that? Is that the guy who made it? Yeah. The he's, creator. He's the OG. Uh, he also made like 1.2 billion dollars when Microsoft bought Minecraft. So his I mean, net worth is 1.9. Whew! God damn! 
That's that's yeah. more money than God. Yeah, all you made is a stupid boxy game that everyone fucking loves. It's Legos, but <laughs> better. And in the internet. That is an amazing game that I have put literally zero time into. It's hey, a, we should get a world started. We should get a world started. It's I don't a have it. I don't a, own it. I'll get it for you, you for Christmas. It? I got yeah. you, bud. It's like 20 bucks. It's a pain in the ass to set up our own server, but I'm 100% down. All right, so you'll take charge of setting the server up because I don't want to. Do you know how? <laughs> no. Neither do I. But I'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can do it through Realms, but I don't want to pay the money. I'll just set up nah. a server. We can figure it out. Yeah, exactly. We're smart By we, boys. I mean you. I'm smart, boys. Yeah, you are. We'll figure it out. Minecraft, good game, though. Tons of fun. We played that shit ton on the Xbox 360, just building random we, garbage. Random garbage. We built the Pornhub sign, the U-Porn <laughs> sign, the Brazzer sign. We built, like, a bunch of random shit, basically. I built a diamond sky- skyscraper. It was just a ton of fun. Steven, building the Brazzers and the Pornhub sign in Minecraft sounds like the most virgin thing I can possibly think of. Yeah, dog, it was fun. This is, this is like... Freshman, freshman year of high school, sophomore year of high school, maybe. Ridiculous. It was me, Brennan, and Michael. <laughs> Jerger was there. Of course he was. Trapped in a pit because fuck Jerger. Man, eh, nah, whatever. <laughs> nah, you know. Nah, we're good. We're good. Whatever. He won't listen to this. Alright, my number 10 is uh, Plague Tale Innocence. Uh, So it's a stealth game and a puzzle game. Really beautiful game. It's only like 10 hours of gameplay, but it's by Asobo Studio. Great game. Highly recommend it. Is that the one with the girl and her brother? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've watched people play that game. It looks super interesting. I agree. I've wanted to get that game for a while. If you like stealth games and puzzle games, have at it. Okay, I'm down. I'm down. I love puzzle games. Mm-hmm. I want multiplayer puzzle games. Like a Portal, Portal 2? Kind of, but I want like an escape room. Ah, uh, we can just go to an escape room. Not now. But like we... a video game, so I don't have to leave oh, the like house. Oh, like a video game. We can do VR. I don't have mm-hmm. a VR, VR set up. Like, yeah, that's VR fucking expensive. Yeah. I don't have that kind of money, Alex. The Oculus, nah, but we'll the get sponsors, is cheap. and sponsors will pay for oh, it. Oh, the sponsors will pay for it. You're right. Yeah. Shout out the sponsors. Please sponsor us so we can buy VR setups and play VR escape rooms together. And then we can rate different VR setups. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, uh, my number nine is going to be the only game on my list that I have not yet played. But it has the potential to literally win Game of the Year this year. It is Hades. Hey, that game, very uh, good. Not on my list because I haven't played enough of it. I haven't played really it at all. fucking good, though. I've heard yeah. so many good things. I've not heard a single bad thing about this game. But I, I don't want to watch it because I want to play it for myself and experience it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's a roguelike. You're going around killing shit. You're talking to gods. You're getting items, you're getting stronger, you're getting better, faster. You know, it's a roguelike dungeon crawler game. Better than Binding of Isaac. But... They're different games. I mean, sure. They're, they are different games. Um, I have been told that Hades is very similar to 
Enter the Gungeon, and The Binding of Isaac. So that is mm-hmm. my comparison in my head. Hades is done by Supergiant Games. Supergiant Games hits with almost every single game they that did, I've seen. They did my number nine. They did Bastion. Hey, that's my number nine. There you go. They did uh, Pyre and the last Transitor. And I've heard good Transistor things about Transistor is very yeah. good. It's no Bastion, yeah. but Transistor is pretty fucking good. I've only played like two hours of Bastion. In God, doing this list, I have so re-downloaded good. Bastion to my computer so that I can actually play through it and enjoy it. But uh, fucking Supergiant Games seems to hit every single time. Mm-hmm. So those, I think those are only four games. Yeah, I believe so. Um, music in Hades is really good. Music in Bastion is... It's on the fucking OSD list for a reason. That shit's so good. It's incredible. What's your number nine, Alex? Uh, it is Stardew Valley. Too low. Too low? Too low. I fucking love that game. I don't know. It's a fun game. I really enjoy it. I think number nine is perfect for it. It's so yeah, relaxing. I think number nine's fine. It's so number relaxing. Fine. It puts me in a rest. I should have better relaxing games. And a really good headspace. I... A lot of my indie games, maybe not a lot, a couple of my indie games higher up are like, these are relaxing games that I can just play. Like, they're just fun. I can mm-hmm. play them forever mm-hmm. and just enjoy myself, and it's not stressful, and I just get to have a fucking blast playing these games, and it's great. Um, I also haven't put that much time into Stardew Valley. Uh, I really, for me, I was unable to get past the, um, the energy system. Uh, I just didn't sure. like it. Sure. I, just, I like so. I'm sure if I like sat down and I played it a lot more, I would like it more. But it resembled the same kind of feel that Animal Crossing did. And Animal Crossing, I didn't have to like make sure that I ate food at certain times and make sure that, you know I could only do this amount of things in the day. But Stardew Valley has a lot there. You can do so many different things, or you can just fish like me. That's all you do <laughs> is fish. You just want to fish. It's great. The fishing in that game is excellent. You gotta fish at certain times of day, and if it's raining or not, it's great. Really uh, good game. Up. Oh, I fucked up bad. Uh, Stardew Valley is eights. Oh. Shovel Knights is nine. What's your number nine? Shovel Knight. Ooh, Shovel Knight, good game. Shovel Knight is great by Yacht Club Games. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. That's something about indie developers. Most of them give you free shit. Yeah, Shovel Knight, you get a bunch of free shit. It's great. You can buy Shovel Knight for like 20 or $25. I don't remember how much it is full sale, but you can get it on sale a lot of times for like 12 to $15 on your Switch, on Steam, whatever. Mm-hmm. You get that one game. You play through the entire game as Shovel Knight. It's a whole game. It takes you like 10 hours to play through it. You have a blast. Then you beat it. Oh, now you get to play as a different character and play the entire game over again from a different perspective with different moves, and it feels like a new game. And it's free. It's a free expansion that comes with the game. And then you get to do that a second time. That's it's great. insane. It's really good. You also have the DLCs, which are like, what, 10 bucks a pop? Mm-hmm. No, no, the ones I just talked about were free. Were they? Yeah. Play, uh, the, the Plague Doctor or whatever, where you get to, like, rail grind and be a fucking skateboarder. No, there's uh there's two DLCs, uh Are Treasure there? something and King of Guards. Treasure Trove. 
and uh, King of Cards, I think. Or am I tripping? Yeah, I'm... I don't know. Now I'm second-guessing myself. Yeah, I think if you buy... So I guess the game's $40, which is a little bit more, but it has all the DLC in it. And then if you had already bought the game, you just get the DLC, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you get you get Plague of Shadows and Spectre of Torment free, I'm pretty sure. Am I crazy? Okay, so the DLCs are King of Cards and Showdown. Uh, I don't know what they come with, though. I don't know. Good game, though. Lots of shit. Lots of stuff you can do. I'm pretty sure they're... Whenever you buy it, you get most of the shit, if not all of the stuff, for free. But I'm not entirely sure. You paid for it, but not for free. Yeah. Yeah. But it's way better than paying for a $60 game and getting half the game. Oh, yeah. Fucking Destiny? Fucking Destiny. Yeah. Fuck Destiny. Yeah. Indie publishers usually give you a lot of shit for your money. That was what I was saying earlier. Where Mm -hmm. lots of times, big 3A companies more recently are getting even greedier with the money. And they are just, they're going to sell you the game. But you either have to unlock a bunch of shit and you can pay to get the stuff unlocked. Or you have like, I saw like an NBA game that literally has advertisements in the game. Which is fucking ludicrous. That's Fuck insane. That. Absurd. I'm paying $60 to definitely not watch ads. My number eight, a game that came out, I think it came out this year. I haven't played as much as I would like to. I'm going to go back in and play more of it. It is Wasteland 3. That is also my number eight. Because that oh, game hell is fantastic. Yeah. And we yeah. need to go back and play more of it. I would love to go back and play more of it. It is a, it's an XCOM style game. It is a tactical game where you make your guy, you get to upgrade them very, very... Sp- like, it's a it's a role-playing game, so you get to upgrade your dude and upgrade certain characteristics, and you can sneak about. You can be good with certain kinds of guns. Whatever. Uh, you can have a team of up to, like, six characters. Mm-hmm. So with two players, we can each control three different characters. And it's like this post-apocalyptic world... In it's Colorado, it's Fallout, but it's multiplayer, and the combat is XCOM style, where it's turn-based tactical movement. You're gonna miss nineties. You're gonna does. you're gonna miss yeah. The game is executed super well. Mm-hmm. It's very pretty. The dialogue is fucking phenomenal. All the writing of the entire game is hilarious. All of the, it's funny the writing shit. is hilarious. You're talking to a guy. He's just he's a fat dude dressed as a, a fucking vampire, and he is Flab the Inhaler. Mm-hmm. You great. meet a guy who got a Scottish accent, and you're like, dude, literally, why does it sound like you're talking through a fucking sock? He's like, no, this is how Scottish people talk. I'm Scottish. I saw it on the DVD, Braveheart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can find, like, cassette players, and you find him practicing his Scottish accent. It's hilarious. It's, it's great. And the names uh, are ridiculous. We have a boy named Joey Bag of Donuts who sells us Joey guns. Bag of Donuts. It's fantastic. <laughs> it is incredible. Uh, also, 
you're just like walking around and you get to a boss fight and it gives you like this actually nice cinematic of this dude like talking to you Mm -hmm. and the first one the dude's talking to you and then he gets fucking shot while he's talking to you and then this sick ass music just starts playing this song that was just created for this one combat which it's really just like an alteration of a song that already exists but it's fucking cool as hell Mm -hmm. it's it's sick it's it's super sick it's so much fun. The music for all for most of the boss fights is very good. Yeah, it is. You can do a shit ton of stuff too. It's cool. You find Santa Claus, and Santa oh, yeah. Claus has a secret workshop where he has enslaved people to be his elves to make illegal drugs. Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> and then if you you can activate the collars on their necks to explode all of the elves so that he doesn't have a workforce anymore, or you can try and save them and just kill Santa Claus without defeating the elves but like it's harder because you can have all of these different choices you can you can choose like righteousness or you can choose to be an asshole and you have different relationships and reputations and allegiances and you get to do different shit because of the choices you've made it's super cool uh we killed ronald reagan's ai car (laughs) there was a fucking civilization that worshipped Ronald Reagan and had a big fucking statue of him that fucking laser-eyed people to death. If and we commies. kidnapped... What was that? If they are commies, they got laser-eyed. Yeah, it was great. if they're commies. We kidnapped his fucking consciousness and threw it into the cloud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to go live with our AIs. With a bunch of other robots who also had a conclave. The game's it's, fucking wild. It's a ton it's of fun. It's insane. Yeah, it's so much fun. Alrighty. Alright, y'all convinced me. I'm gonna buy it next time it's on sale. Yeah, you should. It's super fun. I don't know if we can do three player call, but we might be able to. That'd be fun. I think I, I think we can. They also do this nice thing where if Steven and I are playing together and we have this one campaign and then one of the, the two of us doesn't want to play anymore, like say if it's on Steven's game, that's where the game is, and he doesn't want to play anymore, I can still pick up on that same campaign by myself on my computer. Mm-hmm. You can't also, the way you respect characters, you don't respect the character you make. You just make a new character. You can just make a new character. It's fantastic. You don't have to start the game over. You just go recruit a new person, and you get to give them all their stats. It's cool as shit. Mm Mm-hmm. What's your number seven, John? Oh, it's me again. Since Alex skipped his number, his eight. I'm sorry. So, back back to Wasteland 3 real quick. They are... In Exile Entertainment? I don't remember what else they made. The other two Wastelands? Yeah, but I thought they made other games. Maybe. I'm right I don't now. know. Uh, nothing that uh, anyone's heard tale. of. Uh, they, made, they made The Bard's Tale, and they made Torment. Which, Torment is a role-playing game set in... Fuck. It's a po- uh, new... Me- uh, Numenera. It's set in Numenera, which is like a popular role-playing fantasy world that did apparently really well on Kickstarter. Mm, okay. I, I own it, but I've played very little of it because it is too wordy. Like, uh, the entire game is just like reading a bunch, Gross. which is fine, but I don't want to read that much. I want more action. I want more stuff to do, not all dialogue. Yeah, it's all di- if 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 I'm playing it with other people, all dialogue is fine. But 
I'm playing by myself. I don't want to, it's, it's just like reading a book. My number seven is Darkest Dungeon. This I'm, game, never man, played it. it's so good. It is by Red Hook Studios. This is their only game. They are eventually going to make Darkest Dungeon 2. It's set to release next year. Nice. I'm looking forward to it because this game is phenomenal. It is Cthulhu-esque. So you come back home, uh, someone fucked up, and they opened up a portal to Cthulhu, and now all of these different places are full of both bandits and eldritch shit. So you got to go in with your crew of four people, and you got to walk around the map, and then you fight, and you heal yourself, you deal some damage. Every different, you have a bunch of different classes, and each class has like specialties and different kinds of attacks, and you can customize them and upgrade them. You can upgrade your town. It is an incredibly difficult game. It is one of the most difficult games I've ever played. You get in. And you just start fucking dying. You just start losing people left and right. Because you have to try and mediate between health. And people get stressed out. And if they get stressed out, then they stop listening to what you want them to do. And they start attacking their friends. And then they just... Maybe they have a heart attack and they just fucking die. <laughs> Oops. You lose a lot of guys. It's very difficult. It is a very difficult game that if you die, you don't like lose the game. It just sets you back a little bit. And then you just got to go and train more guys. Uh, So it just takes you longer. The expansions, really good. You have two different expansions that both add a tremendous amount of gameplay to the game. And add diversity. The only problem I have with the game is they recently updated it to add a multiplayer aspect. Where instead of fighting four enemies throughout the like a bunch of enemies throughout the dungeons, it is you pick four people and you're going to fight a group of four people on the other side. And I think that it could have been done super, super well, but it was done super fucking poorly. And it makes me upset and I don't like it. So I don't play it. And I really haven't played it since then. Mm -hmm. But like, if you don't want to play the multiplayer and just play the regular game, that's fine. You probably should. It's You get much better content out of that. I need to play that game eventually. Yeah, the game's great. It's so much fun. My number seven is Terraria. It's a pixel-based... It's Minecraft, but there's things to do. There is no... It's less open world. There are bosses you get to, like, spawn and go and fight and do a bunch of extra shit. There's loot to chase. It's it's Minecraft, but there's like a story mode. I've never beaten the game, but I've put like a hundred something hours into it. And you've never beaten it? I don't. I mean, yeah, I get bored and then stop playing. Okay, reasonable. Uh, my number seven is also Terraria. Hey, <laughs> this game is so fun. Big sex. I love it. Hit him with the growler. In that fist. Yes, absolutely. What's what you hit people with, Alex? Of course. I don't know anyone who hits hits someone with a growler. I'll kick Even the this. shit out of someone with a growler. Those are heavy. I mean, sure. They are. Terraria, though. I pl- Fantastic I played game. very little Terraria. It's really just when Steven's like, hey, I need help doing this thing. I need an extra person. 
Yeah, fucking Wall of Flesh. I play with him for a couple hours. Fucking Wall of Flesh. That shit's so hard. I I always hate the first night because I do everything but build a house. Yeah. Kind of get fucked. Yeah. I really. You can just explore in that game and just like look for shit. It's so much fun. Well, that's what it is, right? Kind of. There's still goals. There's things you want to do before certain like points. There's there's two like phases of the game too. There's pre hard mode and hard mode. Pre hard mode, you can get to like once you get, once you beat Wall of Flesh, like the third boss, then the game gets fucking hard as shit. But the mid game for Terraria is so much fun, where you you start acquiring things where you don't have to grind super hard for them, but they increase your power level a whole bunch. It's just a ton of fun. Do you have it on PC, Alex? I don't know if I have it on PC, but I'm not having it on uh, Nintendo. Oh, okay. Oh, no. We we need to find a game where we can have, like, a big hey, my number one. My number one will be our game. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. What is your... It's another role-playing game. Okay. It is Divinity 2 Original Sin. I forgot about that game. I remember Wasteland before I remembered Divinity. We've played a lot of Divinity. I've played like 120-ish more, maybe more hours of this game, and I still haven't beaten it. We've never beaten the game. Because Steven mm. and I will play on the hardest <laughs> difficulty, where you have a single save file, mm-hmm. and if one of your group dies, it automatically saves the game. Yep. It saves uh, It saves on deaths. It saves on deaths, and then if you... like, So you can res each other, right? So like... Whatever, but if you if you want to like dick around and try and like, uh, I don't know, you're not like cheating, but you're you're like fudging the system, or whatever. Where you don't know if the combat's going to be difficult, so you go into the co- you save right before the combat, and then you go into the combat, and you're like, nah, this is too. No, nah, we're gonna get clapped. We gotta leave. But but if you die before you can reload the game, then you're just stuck in that combat, and yeah, you either have fucked. to like run away and try and come back for that person eventually. It's very difficult. And then the last person dies and it saves, and then you're all dead, so you have to restart. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Steve and I got, like, literally, like, 45, 50, maybe more hours into a game, and then we died. And because we just we got stuck in a catacomb. We got stuck yeah. in, a, in a fucking tomb filled with a bunch of... Uh, fucking stone men. Terracotta soldiers. Like, oh, yeah, we got we can this do it. easy. We got it. We're strong, and then we weren't strong enough, and we died. And then we weren't strong enough. And I don't think i played it since that point, because that was frustrating. Yeah, we gotta restart. But the game's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It is. It came out in like 2018 or 2019. Phenomenal role-playing game. It is also a turn-based combat system, but it feels like you're playing D&D. You got mm-hmm. different characters. You get to pick them up, and you can customize them however you want. You can make them... A cruci- you can make them like melee or, you, or ranged or magic or you know whatever you can really customize it and you got a bunch of different characteristics that you can choose for them so that like because you could do lone wolf if you only you can have up to four people but if you only had two people and they both have lone wolf they're basically as strong as four people you know so you can like customize it a lot the world is huge we only got to like part two out of like three or four parts mm-hmm because there's just so much that you can do. There's so much to find. The dialogue is... I don't know if it's as good as Wasteland. Like, it's not as funny. It's not as funny. But it's not supposed to be. It's good, though. But, like, it's 
it's very in depth. Mm-hmm. You can you can like navigate through conversations by talking about things a certain way, or if you upgraded your uh, your charisma, you can just convince people that you they should allow you to do things. It's super cool. It's very fun. Very high fantasy role playing game. If you want D and D in a video game, it's Divinity Two. It's insane. You can like. With your magic, you can call down rain and create puddles, and then you can shoot the puddle with a bolt of lightning, and it shocks everyone around them. Or you can, like, hit them with, like, an ice bolt, and it freezes them. It's pretty fucking cool. It's super cool. They also made, they made Baldur's Gate 3, which is literally D&D RPG. I haven't played Baldur's Gate 3, but yeah, Larian Studios made Baldur's Gate 3, and then, I think those are their two series. It's Baldur's Gate, and and it's Divinity Sin, or Divinity, yeah. Good games. I just picked up this game uh, for the winter sale, so we should definitely play together. Divinity? Hell yeah. You got Divinity 2? Yeah, Divinity 2. Ooh, yeah, I'm down. I just need to install it. I'm down. That game is fun as shit. It's so good. It is easily one of the best role-playing games I've ever played. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, they. it's Baldur's Gate, and it's Divinity Sin, and then it's like educational games. Very good. That's a true indie right there. Whatever uh, the hell we want. Hell yeah. I don't think they did. I think they only did Baldur's Gate 3. They didn't do any other Baldur's Gate games. Oh, nice. I guess Divinity... I bet Divinity's original Sin 2 is the reason they got to do Baldur's Gate 3. Probably. My number six is Risk of Rain. The original. That... Oh. Risk that of Rain. so good. Risk of Rain 2 didn't really scratch the same itch. It's really good. It's just not Risk of Rain 1. Risk of Rain 1 is so much fun. It's another roguelite, except you you spawn on planets. And you run around as... I like the chef. You throw knives and shit. Cover things it's a in side oil. scroller. It's a it's side, like a side scroller, scroller roguelite. Yeah. You can make some stupid fucking combos in that game. Mm-hmm. You can do ridiculous shit. Because you'll just like, get items that heal you for like dealing damage... Or if you kill someone, he explodes or whatever. And then you just get like a bunch of the same one. And then you just start fucking killing everything. Mm-hmm. And there you can have chain reaction. So if a thing that dies would explode, but an explosion kills it, it's still going to explode because it died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just kill one thing and everything blows up. It's fantastic. Yeah. Tons of fun. It gets harder as you continue to play the game. So, like, Mm -hmm. five minutes in, everything gets a little bit tougher, ten minutes in. So, it's not by level. So, if you just, like, waste a bunch of time on the level, then it's going to be much harder. Mm -hmm. But if you go through it quicker, then it's going to be easier. And there's... you have less items. There's items per level that you can... you You kill monsters, get money, buy the items. But the longer you spend on each level, like Johns was saying, the harder the game is going to get. So... Tons of fun. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first. This, that, and Binding of Isaac are like the first roguelikes I've ever played. Both those games are incredible. Yeah. All right, my number six is Minecraft. Okay. Hell yeah, brother. All right, top five. Modded Minecraft is so much fun. Uh, I need to get into the modded stuff. I want to been playing vanilla. There's a thing called Sky Factory where you spawn on one dirt. You have you've got one dirt block, one gravel block and a tree. And you have to grow the tree 
and build a world just from the tree. It's fucking crazy. It's so much fun. It's like an under another indie game we'll talk about here in a second. My number five, I originally had it a little bit higher, but I had to move it down, and I'll tell you why. It is The Stanley Parable by Galactic Cafe. This is their only game. So, Stanley Parable, if you don't know, it's like a satire video game. You start the game, you are Stanley. You're staring at your computer, and the narrator is telling you what to do. So you walk around and you do the things that he's telling you to do. Very, very simple. You go, if, you, if that's all you do, you go from your desk to the end of the game. It literally takes like 10 minutes. Maybe less. Probably less. Very easy game, and that's the entire game. Except it's, it's not. You get to do other things. You do things that the narrator does not tell you to do. The narrator will tell you to go back and go back on the path. You can go off on a bunch of different ways. You go off on a tangent, and you can go off on a tangent from the tangent. And then you got a tangent from the tangent from the tangent. And you got all of this different shit. Because the original game is just like, nothing you do matters. But then like, you can do all of this other stuff that's super cool and fun. The achievements for that game are also super cool and fun. Like, you hit the, you knock on this door, like, 500 times in 5 minutes or something, and you get the achievement. Very good. Uh, you play Stanley Parable for an entire 24-hour period. You don't play Stanley Parable for 5 years. Yeah, I've seen that achievement. That's hilarious. I have seen quite a few games, and I really like this genre. I don't know what it's technically called... But it's like, it's games that deceive you about what they are about. You think the game is about one thing, but when you play the game, you actually realize all of this other shit that you can do. If you've ever seen a game called Don't Press the Button, it's literally just a cute little game. Yeah. You have a button, and it says don't press it, but you press it, and then it blows up the world. But there are 20 endings to that game, mm-hmm. and you just got to figure out all the different ways to play throughout the game. And that game's phenomenal. And, uh, or like, there is no game. There's a bunch of games like that. Doki Doki Literature Club is like Doki that. Doki Literature Club that is a phenomenal fucking, free game. That game's really good. God, that should have been on my fucking list. I'm surprised That game's so good. But, that oh, game's heavy. Oh, man. That is a yeah, heavy-ass game. Yeah, it is. Go play that game. If you like fucking... Dating simulators play it. If you don't like dating simu- simulators, play it. What uh, what game was this? Doki Doki Literature Club. Oh yeah. But the Stanley Parable. The reason why I moved it down because it was originally at number three. The reason why I moved it down because it is a phenomenal game and it does teach you a lot and it does have a lot of stuff going on and it's really good for its price. But it is probably like the best game. That you don't have to play to get 100% of the meaning of the game. You could watch someone play this game and get exactly as much out of it as if you played it yourself. Which is cool, but that doesn't make it necessarily a good game. So, if you don't feel like spending the $15 or whatever to buy this game, literally just go watch someone do it on YouTube. It's still cool, and you get basically all that you would out of the game if you didn't buy it i suggest that if you like the game though you should buy it 
because it is an indie developer. He has made quite a, few, a bit of money off of the game, but like, I mean, you still pay homage to the to the guy, right? Mm-hmm. It's a good game. From what I've seen, it's a good game. Mine number five, we already talked about, is The Binding of Isaac. That's the OG. It has to be on the list. Any of them. Any of those DLCs. Any of the other games. I think there's about to be an update for Isaac here pretty soon. Binding of Isaac, fantastic game. Hard. Fucking hard. Ridiculously hard game. But, tons of fun. What's your number five, Alex? It's Overcooked. Two, specifically. I literally looked at that that game today and was like, I wonder about this game. This game is so much fun. Uh... So it's teams of two. Uh, you're each like in your own kitchen, and you have to work with your partner to make these uh, dishes. That sounds cool. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's it's so much fun. It's so chaotic. It's a great party game. It's like co-op, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's co-op. That'd be fun to play. So, like I just said, I saw this on Steam, and I've never played it, but I was wondering. If maybe it was on someone's list, you know, maybe it's a good game. We were talking earlier about how good some of these indie games are and how you can be, you can find really good games, but you can also find really bad games, right? So Mm -hmm. these games, some of them nobody talks about. Some of them nobody talks about, nobody really knows about, but they're really good. So I was going to suggest it at the end, but I'm going to suggest it here now. If you like something... That maybe other people don't know about it. Talk about it. Say I was playing this cool game. I was reading this cool book. I was doing. I was listening to this cool podcast. Wink, wink. Yeah, that I really fucking loved. Really, and nobody knows good, about uh, obscure <laughs> podcast that no one else listens to. That but you listen to because you're the best. Tell them. Tell your friends about it. You know. Yeah, that that wasn't exactly my point. Like so, you know, Hades. Hades has all these accolades already. So like people know about this game. But Overcooked Two, maybe people haven't heard of this game. You know. Maybe it's a little bit more obscure. Terraria, Binding of Isaac, Minecraft, people have heard of all of these games. But how many of you have heard about Bastion? That's a game from like 2012, and I'm sure mm-hmm. significantly less people know about that game. So just give people, give people a shout out. Be like, hey, check out this fucking cool game that I played. It's like $10. It's definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is what the podcast has become, though. It's just us talking about cool shit and us also going like, I got to play that. I got to read that. I got to watch that. And it's fantastic. I love it. My number four is a game I've literally been playing right now. It is Control. This game is so fucking cool. It is potentially the coolest game that I have ever played. It is a sci-fi book, sci-fi TV show jammed into a video game it's so fucking cool have you ever wanted to shoot an imploding bullet out of your sentient interdimensional gun from the astral plane and then grab it mid-air with your telekinesis powers while you're floating in the air and throw it at some weird fungus monster from a different dimension have you ever wanted to do that no but that sounds cool as shit you sold exactly Think about everything you want in a good shooter, like a good first-person shooter. You want it to be fair, right? You want 
the shooting to line up. You don't want it to feel like you're being overwhelmed and you're just like like it's impossible. You want if you need to pick up ammo and shit, you want there to be enough. You want it, you know, you want like all of these minute things. This game has all of that. It's a it's a great first person shooter just as a first person shooter. You gotta feel but then it just good. starts it just starts tacking on other shit that you didn't even know you wanted in your first person shooter, but it feels amazing that you do. Do you want to pick up a fucking couch and yeet it at a flying zombie in a wheelchair? Yeah. 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 That's the thing I would like. Of course to do. you do. If yeah. I, if I had telekinetic powers, that's one of the first things I would do. It's you can pick up anything. You can pick up basically anything with your telekinetic power. I now am able to pick up big enemies that I have damaged. I can pick up their dead bodies and throw it at people. Very I can pick good. that up when they have a little a little bit of health left. I can pick up grenades that they're throwing at me in midair and throw it back at them. That's cool as shit. That's actually very cool. Uh, the physics of the game is really cool. So if I pick up that thing way over there off to the right and I immediately throw it at you... Before it gets to me, if there's a wall over by it, it'll hit the wall. I may have to wait for it to come to me. It will go from that point. It will not immediately jump to me and get thrown from my point. But if it hits you on the way to me, it deals damage to you. Because I'm pulling it to me oh, and you're just cool. in the way. If I throw a couch at you, it covers more space. So if you try to get out of the way, because some, some enemies do, the, cou- the couch is going to be better to throw at you or a desk because it's wider. Or I can throw a stone at you really quickly. And if it's at the correct angle, it may still hit you. Because it's so dynamic. Like, it works. Your gun, you can switch between up like six different kinds of guns with your one gun. And it reloads bullets by itself because it's part of a different dimension. You got a pistol. You got a minigun. You got a shotgun. You can shoot imploding bullets. You've got a sniper. You've got a... You can shoot sticky grenades at people. It's insane. The... uh. Like, the game's so fucking cool. It's like paranormal, and you walk into this place, and you don't really know what's going on, and you find the elevator in a part of a the place that you didn't think it was supposed to be because you just walked by it, and there wasn't an elevator there, but the weird janitor's like, yeah, the elevator's right there, and you turn around, there's the fucking elevator, and you're like, man, that's weird. And you go to your job interview, that's what the janitor said, I didn't know that I was there for a job interview. Neither does the main character, but you are. And then you go talk to Why the director. Why does the director know you're there for uh, an interview that you didn't uh, because, know you were there? Uh, uh, I, he's weird. I don't know all the the story yet about Ati, the janitor. But uh, you go you go talk to the director, but you find that he's already shot himself with this sentient gun. And then the gun talks to you and takes you to the astral plane, and you gotta fucking annihilate the hiss which is what you're calling this weird force, and you start calling it the Hiss, and then you find all these documents from, like, a while ago talking about the Hiss, and then you find a picture of you as the director in various parts of this fucking building, even though you've only been the director for, like, ten minutes. What the fuck? That's weird as shit. Well, the building is basically infinitely big. It's called the Old House. And it shifts, and it changes, and... uh, there's this, so you got like these weird items that come alive and are connected to the astral plane, so they house them here. The building, it feels like Hawkins' lab from fucking Stranger Things. That big lab, uh, if that's what this feels like. Okay. But each floor is different. The enemies are diverse and unique. 
You can find these artifacts and you can tame them and some of them give you weird powers. And they like they dish out all of the different powers slowly. Oh, you got your gun. That's cool. Well, now you got two different kinds of guns. Okay, sweet. Well, now you can like do a like instead of a roll, you could do like a force jump forward or to the side or whatever. Like fucking fucking cool. Well, now you can levitate. Well, now you can fucking control people when they're low on health. Well, now you can from levitating, you can smash into the ground and deal damage. Now you can pick up shit and throw it at people. It's just it's so cool. Last thing I'm going to say, you meet this dude, and he's sitting in this room staring at this refrigerator. And he's talking on the intercom. He's like, someone, God, please help me. You go, he's like, what do you need? He's like, I've been staring at this refrigerator forever. My relief never showed up. And you're like, okay, I'll try to help you, whatever. What's your name? He's like, my name's Paul. All right, Paul, stay there. I'll get help. You talk to Paul's boss. You're like, hey. Uh, Paul's in there, and he says relief never showed up. And the guy's like, Paul, Paul. He's like, oh, fuck, I forgot about Paul. Paul's been staring at the refrigerator for like 36 hours. Jesus. Because <laughs> if you don't stop staring at the refrigerator, it will kill people. And then you get to him, and the refrigerator kills him anyway. Jesus. That's rough. Shout out to Paul. Too Shout bad. out to Paul. Real MVP. Mm-hmm. The game's $40, and it's phenomenal. It's done super well. The dialogue is super good. The only thing, you don't get a choice in the dialogue. It is not a role-playing game. Oh, uh, okay. So it's, it's linear? It's very linear in the dialogue. You can't say no to things and, like, you don't have choices. Mm-hmm. But you, like, you don't have to do the main quest. You can go off and do side quests. And the side quests are all unique and fun and interesting. Okay. Um, but you don't get to, like, sass people, right? Sure. Like, if that, that's something you want to do. But it also removes all of the stress. Like, I don't want I don't want to make this guy sad. I don't want to choose the uh, sad okay. option. Which one's going to make him the most sad? It doesn't matter. You're just going to choose. You, you don't have to choose. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, phenomenal game. My number four, not an RPG. Uh, it's Factorio. If you know what Factorio is... Uh, too low. Too low? Ooh. Too low. Factorio? You're a dude. You're on a fucking planet. And you're there to fucking shoot rockets into space. That's your goal. And you gotta build the factory. The factory must grow. The factory must grow. And you're doing, like, you're mining coal. And you're mining iron. You're doing research and shit. You got fucking bastard aliens here. To fuck your day up because they're pieces of shit and you're polluting their land. But fuck them. I if I want to pollute, I'm gonna pollute. USA, baby. It's all we do. But you set up turrets and shit. Game's tons of fun. You just gotta you just gotta launch rockets. You set up your steam generators. Tons have of you fun. finished it? No, I have not. Have you launched it. your rocket? No. Because ah. I'm garbage. And the game's hard as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's so hard. Especially by yourself. Yeah, dude. It's a ton of it's so hard. It's so hard, and I'm dumb. That's a, that's another game where you just gotta have the fucking wiki open. Like, how the fuck? How what's the? How do I set up this dumbass efficiency thing? It's insane. I'm gonna guess that this is Alex's number one, probably. But this game is ridiculous. People, John, get it. You should get it. We should play together. 
I've never played it. We should play together. Hey, we'll teach you. It's a game that never goes on sale. Because it's like, the developer's like, oh. no, fuck that. We're not going to ever put this on sale. But it's only like 25 bucks or something. So It's 30 but yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not that expensive. It's with With 83,500 reviews on Steam, it's overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, the yeah, game's good. Game's very good. 98% of those 83,000 people have given it a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. You can set up trains and shit. Thumbs and I'm sure the, the 2% were just like, this game's too difficult. It is hard. It falls, again, I should have said this. Terraria, uh, Factorio, Binding of Isaac. You gotta have the Wikipedia open for that. There's too much shit to memorize everything that does stuff. What's your number four, Alex? It's Don't Starve Together. Ooh, that uh, game's fun. Klee Entertainments. Uh, so, I, God, it's been a while since I played the game, but the premise is you're trapped alone out in like the wilderness, and you're trying not to starve. You're trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, hunt, build, gather resources, the whole shebang. A lot of fun. You can travel through, uh, don't like, go out at night. like, parallel universes and shit. Uh-huh. It's weird. The art style for that game is gorgeous. I absolutely yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. It looks so good. My sister has played a lot of that game. It's... She has 100 hours on Don't Starve and 400 on Don't Starve Together. Jesus. That's a, that's a fun as shit game. It's hard. That's another, again, you gotta have the Wikipedia open because there's a lot of bullshit to craft and stuff. Uh, definitely. I remember the first time I played Don't Starve, it was still like a browser game on original Google Chrome. That was like an add-on. It was ridiculous. I think it was like middle school. Where's DayZ on your list, Stephen? That's a... DayZ doesn't make the list because that's an honorable mention, but it's like... Technically, it isn't a game. It is. I mean, now if it was it done, it would be. Now it's a game. If it, I remember playing the fucking the fan mode of Arma, Daisy, and losing a helicopter after spending twenty. It was probably like nine hours. Me, Michael, and Anthony building a fucking Daisy helicopter, only to crash it in like. 45 minutes, not die from the crash, and get PTSD from the fucking crash, and then die. It was ridiculous. I remember spending seven or eight hours looting up, getting strong as shit, and then accidentally killing Michael and Anthony with a grenade. <laughs> so. <laughs> and you just lose everything because it's fucking, you die, you die. Fun as hell. What is... Yeah, no thank you. Your number three. My number three. Because we're already here. We're at the top three. Mm-hmm. It is Enter the Gungeon. Too low. That's fine. This game... Too low. Is... Phenomenal. This game is by... Dodge Rolled. Do you know how many games Dodge Roll has? They have two games now. They have Enter the Gungeon and they have Exit the Gungeon. Game's phenomenal. So, you're going into this dungeon. You're shooting bitches with your mediocre guns. And sometimes you find some cool guns. And then you realize that you can pick up stuff and 
sometimes the stuff you pick up and the guns you have or the guns with other guns combine together to give you super powers to where now the gun yes the synergies now the gun shoots like every bullet it shoots two bullets or the bullets are bigger or it does this thing it shoots something entirely differently because it basically combines a bunch of other video games with guns in it and combines it all into one game it is the pinnacle i think we'll talk about it later we'll talk about why i think gungeon deserves its spot but fucking gungeon is incredible Tons Gungeon's of, incredible. Tons of gun puns. Game's very, very hard, but it's very extremely difficult. satisfying once you get good. Extremely at it. difficult. You are just like running around and you die constantly. Mm-hmm. You'll fight the same boss over and over and over again, and then you just keep dying because it's difficult. And then you finally beat the dragon, and you're like, "I did it. I beat the game." Nah, you didn't do shit. Beating the dragon doesn't mean. Shit. Now you gotta go back in. You gotta do a bunch of garbage. A bunch of yeah, random you do a garbage. Bunch of garbage. To to fucking fix the elevator. Oh, this dude this time he wants you to gather these specific items. So on this specific kind of run, I just saved up all my money. I didn't buy anything. It was super difficult. So I could give it all to him. So I could give one one of the fourth one of the four aspects for this fucking elevator. For this one elevator. Mm-hmm. And then I gotta get the next one. Sometimes for the elevator. The, the way you unlock guns for your run, you have to have keys. And most of the time, the fucking elevator guy is like, I need like four keys, dog. Or you just, yeah. you're not getting shit. And you're like, cool, guess I'm going to run around with the starter pistol for a long ass time, lose the game 1,400 times, and finally get four keys. And then you find, oh, what's this cool thing? I'm going to go downstairs. I'm going to fight something on the first, bo- like, I'm going to fight something in between floor one and two. I'm going to fight something floors. in between floor two and three. I'm going to fight the rat. Fuck the rat. God, the rat is so goddamn difficult. He's got three different levels. You want to do punch out against the rat? Because I've never beaten that before. Steven hasn't either. Fuck no. Punch out versus the rat is ridiculous. That shit's so hard. It's so you wanna hard. go fight you wanna go fight the lich in the fucking in hell after you've already beaten the dragon? That's insane. It's difficult. That, I've hundred percent of that game and it took me fucking eons. But I'm close. the game's fun as shit. It's it's so much fun. The only way to get better at that game too is just to play. It's it. just it's just to die. There's die no, over there's and no over hints. and over again. There's no you just got to play. You just got to put in the hours, and then you'll get good. And it feels I mean, good to get good. It does feel good. It does feel good just to shit on mm-hmm. the fucking dungeon. Uh, also, with each character, you you do certain things to get this bullet to kill your past, and then your past is, like, unique and difficult in its own way, mm-hmm. and it requires fucking its own, like, kind of way to fight it. The gunslinger? Getting the gunslinger past fucking chugged so much dick. It was yeah. ridiculous. Well, what, you got to restart the game, right? You have to go. You have to beat all of the pasts. Take the past of the the last guy. You got to go all the way to the lich. The paranormal. Beat the. Oh yeah, you go to the, all the way to the lich. Is the paranormal? Use the past. Go all the way back as the fucking gunslinger. Fight his past, and then beat the and game. Then beat again. the game again. And if you die at all, you just have to fucking restart again. And, uh, will. and the gunslinger's past is killing the lich. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. You gotta kill. You gotta beat the game as the gunslinger with the past bullet. Kill yourself with that past, and then beat the fucking hardest boss in the game. 
Uh, Again. The first time that I, the first time I tried to do that, I forgot to grab the bullet. Oof! That's a fucking, <laughs> that's a big oof right there. Yeah. Nah, that game. It's the pinnacle. It's a ton of fun. It's, it's very difficult. It's super difficult, but like, it's very clean. Mm-hmm. Like once you start, it, it feels unfair the first time you play it. And you get frustrated, and you play it for a couple hours, and you're like, this game's fucking stupid. I'm going to stop playing it. And then maybe some time goes by, and you're like, I want to play the Gungeon again. I just want, I want to play I don't know why, but I want to play it. And then you get a little bit better. And then maybe you stick a little bit longer this time. You start seeing the Matrix. You see the patterns. I mean, you also just have the wiki open to see, like, the pairs. Yeah, the Just synergies. gun pairs with that gun. Do I want this gun? Does it pair with anything that I have? Oh, yeah, it, you know, it does this thing. Mm-hmm. It's... The synergies are super cool. The, it makes that game. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, the synergies are incredible. Your your power level from run to run is super cool. Is that your number one? I guess we'll find out. My number three. Give me your number three. Is Stardew Valley. Because I love that game. It's relaxing. You have a farm. And you farm. Or you fish. Or you run around in the mine. Or you try and date everyone. Get married to a bunch of people. It's just super relaxing. You run around. There's no, like, big end game. There's no stressful shit. You're just you're just a dude on a farm growing shit. Or fishing. Maybe you want to get a big-ass pumpkin. Go for it. You can do that. Uh, the only thing that fucking pisses me off... Fucking... The the general store closes on fucking Wednesday. It just closed yeah, on Wednesday. Close. Why? That's bullshit. Fuck you, Jacques, or whatever this dumbass fucking French ass dude's name is. Fuck that guy. Just stay open on Wednesday. Close on like a Sunday or something. Like a normal human being. But I don't know. You're a maniac. But game, tons of fun. You just hang out. I don't know. It's relaxing. Many a college lecture I spent fishing when I probably shouldn't have, but you know, you know how it goes. You gotta fish sometimes, you know? Who even cares about the Texas Civil War? Or not Texas Civil War. Texas's effect on the Civil War. Who gives a shit? I don't. I'm a fish. What's your number three, Alex? Alright, before we get into that. So why why does Doki Doki Literature Club have a psychological horror tag. Good luck, bud. <laughs> oh, God. Alright. Thanks, guys. My number three, Jackbox games. Ooh, Jackbox games. Okay. Yeah. That's reasonable. I didn't even think about those. Neither but those, uh, those are phenomenal. Quipla- those are the best party Fucking games. Quiplash? Mm-hmm. Quiplash? That game brings the worst out in people. Real quick. You can read it, like, you gotta read a room to figure out what jokes are gonna land. It's fucking ridiculous. That game is so much fun. What's your favorite Jackbox game, Alex? Uh, I would have to say either Quiplash or what's the t-shirt one? Ooh, t-shirt one? Tons of fun. What's the t-shirt one called, John? Do you know? TKO. TKO. <laughs> yeah, e- each, each, so, like, you'll have, like, the same game over multiple different iterations of jackbox because there's like i don't know eight of them there's seven of them now the seventh one just came out 
So you got like Quiplash a bunch of times. You've got the Murder Mansion. I like the Trivia Murder Mystery. mystery one. That one's fun. A, bu- a, bu- a bunch of times. You've got, but then each one has like its own specific ones. They're really fun party games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you one person owns the game. They put it on the TV, and everyone else pulls out their phones. It's a lot of fun. Super easy. Only have to buy it once. Uh, Super simple. Yeah. They're they're so much fun. Literally, literally my favorite uh, party memories probably is like playing Jackbox games. I love it. Every time I go to a party and hang out with my friends, I try to fit Jackbox Jackbox games in somewhere. The only reason I haven't bought Jackbox Seven yet is because I don't know. I don't live by my friends anymore, so maybe one of you guys can buy it. I own one of them. I mean, but gonna... the only time I would ever play it is by you guys. Yeah. I mean, we can also play it online. That is true. We just would all have to get together at, uh, on a certain time. We need to mm-hmm. decide a, a date. But Jackbox games, tons of fun. Tons of fun. Steven, I think you and I have the same number two. I think we do. I'm pretty sure we do. Go ahead. It's Slay the Spire, because it has to be. It is. It has to be. It's just... That's the uh, deck one, right? Yeah. It's just... DC Deck Builder fucking infected us, and you're just like, what about, what if we made it, you can play by yourself? And I'm like, that's just Slay the Spire. So DC Deck Builder is a deck building game. You buy certain cards to make your deck better. Slay the it Spire is a, uh, did that deck better. building game. Yeah. You build your deck, you find synergies within your cards, you play the cards, you get artifacts, and you fucking you go up the spire. It's fun. Hard. It is a, Hard it, is a 20, it is like twenty to twenty five dollar game. You can buy it on Steam, you can now buy it on your Switch. I think I put like sixty hours into that game when it was an alpha. Yeah, same. And then 60 more when it was in beta. And then, like, 100 more when it was done. That game is so good. Yeah, it's... It's it's insane. It's nuts. It is the pinnacle of deck-building games. Because you have... Now you have four different classes. You got a warrior, you got a rogue, you've got a robot that's kind of like a wizard, and you've got, like, a monk. Mm-hmm. They each have their own unique cards... That all do super unique stuff. So, like, the warrior does a bunch of stuff with, like, blocks, which is just armor. It's protecting yourself. The rogue does a bunch of stuff with, like, discarding cards. The Poisons wizard has, stuff. like, orbs. Yeah, the, the the rogue has poison. The wizard has orbs. The robot. That you can, you, can, uh, you can have, like, a lightning orb that deals damage. You can have an ice one that protects you. You can have one that gives you more energy, that lets you do more things. And then you've got the fucking relics. The relics make that game. Yeah. So you go through the random encounters. You fight the little dudes. You go through the mystery points to like, and a bunch of random shit happens. Um, could be good. Could be bad. Could be neutral. You fight bosses and you get these relics. And the relics just do cool shit. Each one's unique. It makes each run unique and fun. And the game is difficult. But it's so much fucking fun. Mm-hmm. You can just play that game for hours. That game was my highest player, my the most hours I've spent in a game on Steam until I started playing Path of Exile again. 
I think it's still my top. I have 160 hours in that. 163 hours in, in good old Slay the Spire. Well Holy worth shit. the $15 I've played. You have a lot on Path of Exile. Yeah. Path of Exile kind of kind of swamped that real quick. What's what's the hours? 363. Oh, goddamn. I was playing that recently, today, because there's a, now there's that a league. Path of Exile is not going to be on my list. It's technically an indie dev. They just got bought by Tencent, though, so it's no longer that. Uh, since I just started playing Apex, and Apex is now on Steam, that'll probably go up after a while. But, yeah, Slay the Spire has 214 hours. That is my top played game. That game's so good. Yeah, it is. Really, really, really good. Paved it's the way well... for, for deck-building games on, on Steam. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, what, uh, Monster Train came out recently? Monster Train's an honorable mention. That game, it's Slay the Spire, but, like... A little different, just a little bit, but it's a it's it's a ton of fun. Both of those games are, are fantastic. I love deck builders. Mm-hmm. That is probably my favorite video game genre. Now we've already talked about video game genre. I don't remember what I had as number one. I think it was party games, but I love deck builders. They're so much fun. Mm-hmm. DC Deck Builder is probably one of my favorite board games of all time, though. It's a really good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a ton of fun. I spent too much time playing that game. What's your number two, Alex? Hades. Oh, damn. Yeah. 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 Game is so much fun. I need to play more. Oh, same. Uh, But it's fun for what I've played so far. There's lots of collectibles and and shit. Yeah, there is. I like... Megara is that her name? The the yes. the first demon lady that own the mm-hmm. only one who talks to you and doesn't just want to fucking the only one that's not crazy rip you up. Yeah, I like her because I think the third one only growls a whole lot. Yeah, she does. She growls at you a bunch. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Game also hard as shit. Very Dude, fun. The though. third boss took me for freaking ever. Third boss is snake guy. Nah, that's the second boss. The third boss is the two. Oh, yeah. Fuck them. Goddamn. The Minotaur and fucking the uh, Theonis or whatever the dumbass mm-hmm. name is. Yeah, those two. Fuck that. And I'm not going to lie. Every time I go up against them, it's like a one in three chance I lose. Same. I've beaten that game one time. That's the only reason I have it on. <clears throat> I don't have that on my list. Because there's so much extra shit you can do. I think you have to beat it ten times to get like the actual like end game. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Uh the the upgrade system for the weapons is cool as fuck. What's your go to what's your go to weapon, Alex? Recently it's been the uh gun, but the spear I've been liking a lot. I'm a shield guy. A shield guy? The shield guy is fun. I just haven't upgraded it. I yet. fucking love the shield. Also, the upgrade system and shit is so fucking cool. It's so cool. I love it. That game, I mean, I just need to play more. I need to play more so it can it can get higher on my list. It's a ton of fun. What is your number one, John? I'm going to go last since we know both of your guys's. My number one, it's Ender the Gungeon. Because it's the... It is the... Roguelike. 100%. Favorite gun? It's either Gunther or... I like the Stinger a whole lot. I like the Stinger. 
and I like the the bees. It's just you 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 have a honeycomb and you shake it and bees come out of it. It's a great gun. Stinger is a rocket launcher that shoots bees. Also very good. I like the flame javelin a lot. That gun's fucking trash. What? Why? Because it doesn't do much damage. What? It's it usually one hits kills everything. The flame the sun javelin? Yeah, it one I hit kills. Meant, the flame javelin is shitty. The trident? Oh, like the the little fiery trident? No, I'm talking about like the little You're talking the, about the, the sun javelin. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. That one's good. That oh, one's good. Okay. Uh yeah, fucking it one hit kills almost everything. Mhm. I like the Yuri launcher. The Yuri or Yowie? I think it's a Yowie launcher. I don't know. It breaks DPS cap. Does a shit ton of damage. Very good. Uh, also the uh, God, the makeshift cannon. You get one shot. It will kill whatever it hits, though. You hit a boss with that bad bitch. She's dead. It's great. Also, the bosses in that game are so well designed. Yeah. The only one I don't like is Gatlingle because Gatlingle cheats. Fuck Gatlingle. That is yeah, the that me. is the only boss I can't no it, hit. It is in it my is, sleep. It is the uh It is one of the most difficult bosses and it's the first level. Yeah, it's the first level boss. Fucking Trigger Twins. It's one twins? of the fir- it's it's one of the first three level boss or three first level bosses. Trigger Twins are easy. Trigger Twins so is uh, easy as shit. The, the the king. The king easy as shit. It's the fucking it's fucking Gatling Gull. He has two patterns. One pattern is like a wave that shoots across the screen. Whatever. Easy as fuck. The other one's random. And it kicks the shit out of me every time. It's ridiculous. Also, the fucking... The rockets. Fuck that attack. Just let me stand still and shoot him. Goddamn. Fucking Gatling Gull. What a trash boss. There's an item, though, in that game that lets you summon him. And it's excellent. Yeah. It's admit one. It's your ticket to the gun show. Because Gatling Gull is fucking shredded. Yeah. It's hilarious. Tell us about... Why Factorio's number one? You're number one, Alex. I I have an issue with the game. I can't, a good conscience, play this game if I have shit going on. Oh, because it's a, I'll just I'll be too invested. It's a time suck. It is. It is a big time suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also just a good way to de-stress, in my opinion. Yeah. So this this week's been finals week. Mm-hmm. In the last week itself, I put in almost 20 hours <laughs> into this stupid game. And I hate it, but I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Ah, I love Factorio. Yeah, we gotta play. Also, it's it's not one of those... It's a game where you can control literally everything. Like, you're in charge of the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So, other than like the bugs that try to attack every now and then, which are easy to remedy, just put up gun turrets. Or uh, don't pollute. You're in charge of everything else. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's a ton of fun. We should play together. I'm so. You down. should show me the ropes because I want to launch rockets, but I'm dumb and I want to. I want to do trains and I want to do rockets. I've never gotten that far, but I'm. I'm definitely down to get there with you, John. You should join us. I'm down. I just don't own it. <clears throat> how many? How many people can be in a co-op? Even, uh, you know? I think it's like eighty. Eighty. That's insane. You can have servers of people doing that game. 
So, what's your number one, John? I can't guess it. Real quick, going back to Slay the Spire, the developer is Mega Crit Games. This is their only game. Yeah. And it's fucking incredible. My number one, it's Undertale. Oh, yeah, of you're course a loser. It is. You're a loser. Yeah, That's why you like I that am. game. I forgot about that. That's right. Yep. Okay. Undertale is so good. My number two, my number three, both high replayability in the games. Undertale, it has replayability, but it more so is just you're playing the one time through and you're done and it was fun and you enjoyed it and you learned something. This game, the music is incredible. It's on point. Most of it, if not all of it, is Created and produced by the creator of the game, Toby Fox. Just this dude making this game. And it looks it doesn't like it looks like a like a cheaply made game. You may go you may look at some of this game and be like, man, this game doesn't look like it's that good. But then you play it and you learn and you gotta fight people and the people are good people trying just trying to do their job, just trying to like do what they're supposed to do, and you're just like, nah. I gotta escape. I gotta get out to the surface. And you either kill them or you try to find some way to save them. And, you know, you're gonna have... there like There's three distinct endings for the first playthrough. It is, you saved everyone, you killed everyone, or you did a mixture of the two. And there are different outcomes and there's different endings. And then you go back through and you play again and different shit happens. Because the game knows that you know more about the game, so the game is now different. It's a metagame. Yes. You uh, you learn the name of the character who you're supposed to be. So if you put that name into the game, it's now different. Because it tells you, it's like, what? There's no way that's your name. You're fucking cheating. <laughs> like, The only thing I know about Undertale, I've seen people play the game. Megalovania is an excellent song. Excellent, yes. The fucking fan, the community for that game is atrocious. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't pay attention to the community for any of these games on my list. I don't fucking care. I don't care. I don't want to inter. I probably don't want to interact with the community of anything that I enjoy, unless I have to. I like, if, like playing Magic. I, I have like, to interact with that community, but I fucking hate it. If I want to play League. Fine. That community's fucking garbage. Sorry, go ahead. The magic community's fine. They're fine, but I don't like it. Yeah. The average the average fucking nerd. Like I am that. I am that nerd. But like, I don't want I don't know. There's levels, you know? You know what I mean? There's absolutely levels. There's people who take stuff very seriously. And I don't want to deal with that. Like, it's a game at the end of the day, right? I just want to show Uh up and play. I don't need to know everything. I don't need someone as dedicated to that thing. I don't want that to be the only thing you care about. You know what I mean? It should not be your defining personality. And too often, anything I see from Undertale, that's all they talk about. 
game's good, though. It's phenomenal. It's like... It's also free, isn't it? No, it's like $15. Oh. But it's an amazing... And, and the game's only like 10 hours, even playing it twice through. But it's phenomenal. I loved it. Like, I had a blast playing it. Some of it was difficult, but it was just fun. And I feel like I learned something, both about the game and about myself. And I don't know. It's just a nice experience. And I really enjoyed it. The thing about indie games is I want them to make me feel emotions. Whether that is my own or the developer's. Because sometimes if you get a small company, it's really easy for them to express that unique feel that they want going for it. Like, it, they had a vision, and they created it, and you can feel their emotion in the game. It feels like a very personal experience, and it's good. Where sometimes with the bigger companies, with a bunch of people working on it, you lose some of that. They're like, I've heard that God of War... What was that? They're trying to appeal to the masses instead of yeah, making the game for of, themselves. Typically, typically, indie developers making the game they want to make. Yeah. So, you know, I've heard of God of War being, it's a AAA publisher, but I've heard that it feels like a very personal game. And I want that. I mm-hmm. want to feel like a personal game, or I want it to make me just have that personal experience, you know? That's what I want for my indie game. And I get that from Undertale. So... That's why it's my number one. Toby Fox also only created Undertale and Deltarune. Deltarune, you should still be able to get part one of that for free. Any honorable um, mentions? Among Us. Yeah, fucking Among Us is... <laughs> that game's so much fun. Just the bullshit with your friends in. Mm-hmm. Um, Ark Survival Evolved. You're a, you're a dinosaur farmer. Tons of fun. What was that other game that came out this year? Fall Guys. Fall Guys, Fall Guys is, is a ton of fun. Uh, Plants vs. Uh, Zombies, the original game. I don't know if PopCap is a AAA developer, but like, they don't feel like one, so they make it. Uh, fucking Wilmont's Warehouse. I fucking love that game. You're just organizing shit. That's all you're doing is you're organizing stuff in a warehouse. It's great. Uh, Nuclear Throne. That's another one of the, the games that are... There's a roguelike way at the beginning. Dead by Daylight? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Inside is a good one. That's another game that you could probably just watch someone else play, though. There's not a lot going on. But, like, it's it's impactful. Not It's not difficult to, like, orchestrate, but it's impactful. Uh, Dicey Dungeon. I fucking good. love Dicey Dungeon. That game's fun as hell. Asura. I also just recently finished that game. Asura. It's a, another roguelike. I like I like roguelikes and I like Diablo. I like Diablo games. <laughs> That's the games I like. Typically. Hack and slash. No, it's loot based. It's just loot based. I don't care how I get the loot as long as there's loot being given. You know. Sure. The progression. Uh, I th- I don't think Godfall was had a big publisher. I'm gonna say Godfall is indie. Godfall, tons of fun. You're just a dude. You're bonking things. It's you're yeah, no, they're It's indie. fucking Stormlight Archives, the video game. You got your shard blade. You got your shard blade. You're bonking things to death. 
It's fantastic. Tons of fun. I think that's I it. Think it's, I think it's technically uh, an indie developer. Uh, the Balloons series? Balloons Tower Defense games? All of them? Those are, yeah, I played so much of that when I was younger. I love Tower Defense. Yeah, Tower Defense is good. Give me a AAA Tower Defense game. I'll buy it in a heartbeat. <laughs> okay. I think I'm done talking about video games. Yeah, I got I got video games to play. Yeah, right. So, you can find us, or you can email us. And this is why you're wrong at yahoo.com. You can email us anything. Video games that you like, anything. video games that you don't like. List ideas, your own list, fucking complaining about something. We don't fucking care. Just email us. You want to we'll rant it. to us? We'll talk to you, bud. Yeah. Open ears, you know? You can tweet at us. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Those are the three places, not four. You can do find us at these three places at This Is Why You're Wrong 1. You can tweet at me at Double Owls. You can tweet at me at PHNOV1. You can tweet at me at Zeal417. Next week. Christmas? Movies. Christmas movies. Christmas is coming up. By the time this episode comes out, it will be the 10th. And that episode, next episode, will come out on the 17th. So you'll still have a full week if you listen to it the day that the episode comes out. You'll still have a full week to watch all up to 30 of the movies that we talk about. I'm sure we're not going to have 30 different movies, but... I fucking hope not. (laughs) That would be fucking insane. That would be insane. You know what else comes out on the 10th besides this podcast? Actually, never mind. The podcast is the most important thing coming out of the 10th and not Cyberpunk 2077, the game we've been waiting since 2013. Hey, there's still two days. Anything can happen. You're right. You're right. So the most important thing coming out on Thursday, you know it's going to come out. It's the podcast. It's This is why yeah. you're wrong. Listen well, to you're it. listening to it right now. On the 10th. While you're playing Cyberpunk 2077. If it came out. If. If it if came out. We don't know yet. This podcast is evergreen, so we don't know. Oof. Yeah, evergreen. Podcast evergreen. We'll see you next time. Deuces. Deuces.